Hello guys. So, um, I guess the life was just not ready for y'all to see my face because I was planning on trying to record and do all of that jazz today, but it ended up not working in my favor and the contraption broke. So we're just back to, to plan A. We're back to the original plan. Um, but I did not want anything to stop me because I need to, I need to do this. Um, but I'm also doing this in a, I guess you could call it a blackout, whatever you want to call it, but our power's out because in the South it rains just a little bit and our electricity's like, no, we're going to clock out. So I'm doing this currently in the dark, which is an experience in itself, but it's fine because I knew I needed to do this. I have been missing sitting here doing this with you guys. Um, I've been away. Uh, took like the whole month of July technically off. Um, I was on multiple trips, uh, late June into July, into August per se. Not even into August, but still like, it's been like pretty hectic and I went to Georgia. If you don't follow me on Instagram, one, you should go follow me on Instagram because I like my Instagram. And that's all I'm going to say. But I talk a little bit too much about myself on my Instagram. I'm just joking. I talk about my life. Um, but I went to Georgia, Helen, Georgia, more specifically with my mom and dad. We took a weekend trip. And it was going smoothly. There was hiking involved for me. And I was super excited to go. Um, but we went and I was there for 24 hours. And... I got severely ill. Um, I thought it was just a normal, like, kind of sick flare-up that I had before. Um, and so I didn't think nothing of it. And then it progressively got worse. And come to find out, I spent the rest of the trip in our hotel room. And I just, I didn't do anything. I couldn't, I couldn't get out of my bed or when I did, it was just only for sole purposes. And I was so sick. And I was sick the whole ride home. Um, and several days after the trip, I was still having severe symptoms. And I went to the doctor. And they still don't know what it was exactly. But we're just going to assume it was food poisoning. Which kind of was just like, well, that's great. But that was... An experience in itself. Then we went, me and a couple of family members went to Colorado to see another family member. Uh, great experience. I loved, I loved Colorado. I love Colorado. Um, my cousin lives in Colorado Springs, but we drove to Denver. We went to the Denver Zoo, which I, I just loved it. Um, Come to find out we had to extend our trip due to a family member getting sick. Not, literally, I was just happy it wasn't me this time going around. I was like, okay. But, again, we had to extend our trip two more days. Um, then we had a red-eye flight. We, like, we stayed in our, in Denver airport for 13 hours, maybe, t it, was it? No. 10? 
It was in double digits how long we were staying in that. No. I'm completely lying to you guys. I want to say it was like... I think it was actually, now that I think about it, I think it was eight hours in total. And we got on a red-eye flight, and it was just... So that was an experience. And then we went, just got back from the beach a couple days ago... And I, I love the beach, and so that was fun. So, yeah, it's just been back-to-back trips, and something crazy has happened on each trip, to say the least. It's it's so funny, though, but um, we're back. We're back, and in the mix of all of the vacations, I had so many doctor's appointments, blood work, shots vaccines, paperwork, all kinds of things you can think of, I've had to get done in the process of all of that. And it has just been, I I hate to be this way, it has been a complete train wreck. Doing all of that is so difficult because the United States Health Department's, whew, it's, it's a battle. It is a absolute battle to keep up with anything like that. But we made it through the good, the bad, and the ugly, you know. On top of all this, I've been trying to get in the little fitness girly. And when I say fitness, not every gym rat think that I'm going out there and I'm benching like 250. Calm down. And not all the cardio girls think that I'm going 90 miles an hour on the treadmill. I walk a mile every day. I run sometimes that mile. I jog sometimes that mile. But for my mental health, it has been amazing to get into the routine to, one, get up early, two, get some activity and sun, and three, just having some peace along the way. Get a good sweat in. It's surprisingly nice. I've never thought of myself as doing that, but I have done that. I've watched myself eat less which okay first of all I've actually seen myself eat more which is great because for the longest I was not eating enough and then when I got food poisoning I lost 10 pounds from just food poisoning that's insane but um yeah I have been able to balance my diet out uh work on my health take appropriate vitamins and all of that jazz and it has it's fluctuated it's up and down it's a, it's crazy, um, but I'm actually way more interested in my health and fitness than what I was a year ago. So for me, like I've always been plus size, but not even that. I've always been like there is a turning point in a girl into girlhood into womanhood. And that turning, that pivotal point is when girls are, as soon as they are aware of their bodies and how people perceive them, everything shifts from that point on. They suddenly are, they're hyper aware of it. And so with that being said, ever since I was younger, when I started noticing, I was always on like some kind of diet, fad diet, or just watching what I ate. And it kind of created not the best relationship with food. Um, so, 
it's crazy now because if I looked back at that girl, I would, it's completely different. And with that being said, I, I am actually interested in knowing about it as a young girl, as a middle schooler, as a, even a high school girl, I was not interested. Okay. I wasn't interested for the right reasons. Um, but I feel like now I, I really am in a better headspace for it. So it's, you know, crazy, whatever. But I, I've, I've taken that, that different look, I guess. I've taken a different viewpoint. So now it's not as, it's not as stressful. It's not as emotional on me mentally, um, so, yeah, and now I'm I'm truly aware. Unfortunately, I'm aware because I've had so many, like, health scares and, like, just health, not even problem problems, but health issues, I guess you could say, where now I'm, like, I got to be careful a lot more, actually, what I eat now, not even for negative or toxic reasons, but more so for myself futuristically. But I don't want to come on here and talk about my diet and, like, you know, feed into the diet culture because that is such a toxic thing to deal with. Is to- it, diet culture is always evolving, changing, good or bad. And I don't want to sit here and talk about it in a sense that I don't want to talk about my habits I want to talk about how I'm thinking or how I'm feeling about it. How is it working towards me in those departments? Because your mental state in anything you do in life, it needs to be checked on. It needs to be monitored just the same way. Um, So, I know school's about to start. <laughs> Yay! Um, But... Making sure that you're preparing your mental state, your mental health, your emotional health. Like, just, you're nervous, maybe you're anxious, whatever it is. Um, being aware along the way. In stressful times, I tend to forget that I'm stressed. Like, in stressful, nervous situations, sometimes just stopping and being like, oh, I'm really nervous right now. I'm shaking right now. And when you're aware, when you, as soon as you like are aware of it, you're like, okay, okay. But I know it's pretty hectic thinking about it. And I've been thinking about it a lot because I got to move back in to the dorms and all of that is always so much fun. Um, love it. Moving back, moving all of your stuff from the corner of that one room in the house. You know what I'm talking about. But that that's coming around. But uh, I decided in my health, I love to read. I don't, I don't know if anybody knows that. I don't know if I've mentioned it, but I love to read. And um, I've been reading like crazy recently. Uh, because sometimes if I spend too much time on my phone, I know all of the old, old 
members of society are like, it's your phone that's causing so many. And what sucks is when you're, you realize, yeah, you're not wrong. It's just like we've created a society where the phone is part of society. So it's kind of, it's kind of difficult to step away from my phone screen, but I've been trying to do that more. So when I do feel like I'm getting overwhelmed with certain things, um, just put your phone down. If you're getting overwhelmed with a conversation or talking to somebody or somebody not replying soon enough and you start worrying about uh, timelines and due dates and funding and scheduling, sometimes I have to put my phone down and pick up something else. And so I've been picking up a book more often and I have been loving. Okay. So I don't talk about, I don't think I've like talked about books on here, but let me tell you a good book series. I am going through, my friends would call it alarmingly. I love like murder mysteries, psychology, like psychological thrillers, things that are going to make mess with my brain. I don't know why, you know, girls would, I like romance books, but like I'm just going into these like murder mystery ones so hard right now. I'm currently reading Jennifer Lynn Barnes. She has a series called The Naturals. I love it so much. I'm on the third book and they're so quick to read and Jennifer writes her character so well. Um, and she creates such a atmosphere that you feel like you are in the book. You are a part of the scene. It's insane. And so, again, they're super easy to read. And sometimes they can be complex and you need to remember. But there's not too many characters. Um, and it really just grabs your attention. And I absolutely love that. But I'm reading that. Um... And I loved it. Loved it so much. And again, I am starting another one. It's the Shatter Me series. Uh, I'm on the second book of that one too. I bought the second one. But I, I don't know what it is. I was reading one of the books and I was waiting for the other one. I was waiting to get the like the third book. And so I was in between books. So I read like a good little romance book. And I was just in it, and I was like, this is good. Do, do not get me wrong. This was a great book. But I was so excited to get back to, like, the mystery book. Oh, it was amazing. So, that's just a little um, little plug there. Jennifer Lynn Barnes also uh, has another series out, which I have recommended this to, like, so many people, and they have read it and loved it. Jennifer Lynn Barnes has another series. I think this is her most well-known it's the Inheritance Game series. Um, I think there's four books or three, and she's coming out with a fourth one. It's I can't remember the number, but I've read all of them up to the newest one that's supposed to come out this month, which I'm super excited about. But it's great. If you have never watched Knives Out, you can still read it, first of all. But if you have read like watch the movie Knives Out with Chris Evans in it and you absolutely loved that and you want it in book form, The Inheritance Game is amazing. It's literally exactly what it sounds like. The Inheritant, you inherit something and it's just a game against family members. But it's so good. So good. 
So she writes really good. Like she could come out with any book and I'd probably read it and be like, this is a masterpiece because she is not yet to disappoint me really. And that says a lot because some, some authors be let me down. But, um, again, I mentioned that I'm prepping for college, so that's been fun. And so I know that I'm about to, I took last, what day, was it last Monday? Today is, was it? Was it this Monday? I think it was this Monday. Was it this past Monday? I'm so bad with like days. It was, yeah, this past Monday, I took a CPR class, which was fun. Got to meet some of the radiology tech girlies that I'm going to be spending a lot of time with. Um, But we had that class and it was super fun being around these people that I'm going to spend so much time with and it's good to be comfortable and, um, become friends because again you're gonna be around these people a lot so you want to be you want them to feel comfortable around you so it's a good like workshop kind of experience but I am CPR certified ladies and gentlemen um but please please don't tell anybody that because I would freak out but prepping for that and I am realizing you know I'm not gonna have a lot of time for a lot of things, um, given school and work, but thankfully we've worked out our schedule for work, so we're going to cross our fingers. I'm trying to give myself great, I call it grace periods, or alone time, or quiet time, or again, just my grace, like this is, you need a grace period in, in your day, in your week, in your life, where you can do things that you need to do, want to do, stuff like that, and so I'm hoping that I can still participate and enjoy college life because no matter what, I still want to to enjoy those little things and goof off and have fun because sometimes I need to remind myself that I am still in my early teens, late, I mean, going into my 20s, like, the, these are still pretty fragile times that you need to nourish and take care of, I mean, like, Sometimes I am so focused on just trying to get out of school, get a life, get a job, get a nice place, be independent, be on my own, and like I'm just missing out on moments or just enjoying where I'm at. I am terrible at not doing that. Um so that's what I'm trying to do more because one of the worst feelings is realizing that you're just letting life pass you by. Um, you're sitting there and it feels like everything else. I was talking to a friend yesterday. We had, it was an old childhood friend and we met up at our old high school and done two miles, just walking two miles. And we were talking and I was like, you know, the worst feeling is sitting there and you just feel like life is just moving so fast by you I mean there's there is a time I think in your life when you can let some of that go you can you can sit and let life go by a little bit because life can get overwhelming and it's kind of hard to keep up with that and move at the pace of society it sometimes you you will be drug droggy and just you feel like you're going in slow motion. There will be times in your life. But I was telling her, I was like, you know, that's 
hard when you realize that you're doing it because of other reasons. Like, for me, it's kind of hard when I realize I'm doing that and I'm in a place of not or letting life go by me because I'm just too scared to involve myself, to submerge myself in something. And that's why I'm letting certain things pass me by. And I, I don't like that feeling. You know, it's it's something that I'm struggling with. But in the process, like I said, life gets chaotic. And when you have these feelings of, I feel like I've just, I'm letting life pass me by. Sometimes the said, the life that you're saying is passing you by is really just there. You're just not seeing it because you're expecting it to be big. You're expecting these big moments. But the reason why you feel like your life is passing you by is because you're missing the small things. The non-elaborate things, the inexpensive things. You're you're missing those because those are what makes up the big life that you say is passing you by. And so I started reading and studying my Bible more because I miss it, okay? Um as a Christian, I I miss that. Um because for one hour I am submerged in God's word. And what's crazy is if I was to tell somebody who's like, yeah, but that stuff is so boring. No, it's not. If you submerge and you really read into God's word, it's actually not boring whatsoever. It's really intense. And it's almost like watching a drama, just reality TV show. I'm so sorry, God. It really is. Sometimes you be you you're reading the stories and it's like so and so got with so and so and you're like, oh, no. And God's like, wait, just keep reading. And then you read and then like it it gets more intense. And it's like it's got it's got action in it. You've got like wars going on, people fighting each other, and like just a bunch of it and God's like, Yeah, I know. And I've been trying to get you to read it sooner and I'm like, I'm so sorry. But Finding those little pockets. I call it, there's a woman on TikTok, if you don't know, or you're not on that side of TikTok, that's fine. But she she uses this phrase, pocket of peace, I think is the phrase. But there's little pockets of peace in your everyday life. There's pockets of little happiness, enjoyment in your everyday life. And that is what life is. So when you are, quote unquote, letting life pass you by, it's simply because you're not enjoying and you're not seeing those little pockets, those little hideaway things that you didn't notice earlier. So today I wanted to talk about enjoying simplicity. Like, it's chaotic in the world. We all know, and it's getting more and more chaotic, whether we're talking about your own struggle with certain aspects of your life, whether it's your religion, your your home life, your marriage, whatever it is, your stuff. I mean, you turn around financially, the world is crumbling, like politics and just 
full-on just people's lives and their rights and people's emotions. You're seeing it all, but you're also dealing with your own stuff. So, it can get so chaotic. So, no wonder you're kind of letting things go by you. That I mean, that I do not want to sit here and tell you that that is wrong because I can totally see how we get so encapsulated by the chaos of the world or everyday life that it's like no wonder you're kind of everything's a blur and everything's just a blur going by you so fast I mean it makes sense because you're afraid if you stop and actually pay attention to the said life going past you you're going to be sad because you're going to be seeing everything that's crumbling around and that you can't control. I completely get it. So when I was thinking about like what is what keeps coming back to mind and I will say yesterday I was talking to that same friend and we were talking about something and we got done talking about it and then was silence. Complete silence. We walked a little bit in just complete silence. And I looked over at her And I was like, you know, maturing is realizing that peace isn't always peaceful. Peace isn't always peaceful. Um, Maturing is realizing that peace can be really uncomfortable. Um, And so, enjoying simplicity. Let's go back to that. When I'm saying enjoying simplicity, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. Because... You're so used to dealing with certain things or um, involving yourself in certain things that when you don't do that and you're trying to live in this simplicity, it's uncomfortable. So when I say enjoying, you might be wondering like, well, Chloe, how can I enjoy simplicity? And it it takes a while. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you know, everybody's going to want that simplicity. Not everybody in life. Some people truly love the chaos. They truly like the busy life, the busybody life. They like that. They like to be involved in not only their life, but everybody else's. And if you live in a small town, we all know that there's some women in the community who like to not only be involved in their life, they like to be involved in your life as well. We all know the ladies, okay? Those are those are the people that I don't think that they would ever truly enjoy a simple life. In the South, we are known as the simple beings, the simple livers. Is that is that a good word? I don't know. You're more notorious to see people living the simple life in the South. And is that wrong? I don't think so. Uh, growing up, I thought that people that lived the, the simple life was a nice way of saying they don't have any ambition. And that's wrong on my part, but that's how I thought. Like, I genuinely was like, these people have no goals. They don't have, they just want bare minimum. Plain Jane. And I was like, good grief. I don't want that. I want this, this, this. And something that I've realized, and 
I don't know if it's my, I don't know if it's like ADHD minded people or for me, I think my anxiety has really created this thing where it's like in the, in the moment of chaos, I want simply to be away from said chaos. So I completely get the simple life now. I don't know why it took me this long, but my simple life can be different to your simple life, by the way. Enjoying simplicity can look different from for everybody. So when I get asked, and some people are like, when when I've talked to people in college, and they're just like, Chloe, you just, you just seem so content. Or you just, you seem like you just don't care, and in the best way possible. Like, they mean it in the best way possible. They're saying it like that. Um, and they're like, you just are content and just simple, uh, it just feels calm. Like, you just feel, and I'm like, what you don't understand is I am raging and internally joking, but I'm not at the same time. But I've just realized that, I'll tell you, here's, this should explain most of it. So... My room, we all go through phases in our bedroom where we want them to look different. You know, the trends, they change. You know, when we all were crazy for the LED lights for I don't know what reason. I still have my LED lights. I don't turn them on hardly. I will turn them on like blue or like dull yellow when I want to read, but I don't want like strong light. I don't, y'all don't really need to know that, but I still have them because they were a butt to put up on that wall. But, um... Yeah, we we go through different trends. Our bedroom really reflects our brain. That is so true. It's been proven that, like, your bedroom really reflects how you feel. Like, it really reflects you. For the most part, that's true. So, there was a time where I had, like, records all over my wall. And I had uh, vines all over. I was trying to be indie. Okay, let's not all point fingers and laugh at once okay I can sense you laughing on the other end of the screen but I love music okay I I still love music but I had a display on my wall of all different types of uh, vinyl records that I have and I still have them they're just on a shelf but um, my my room was a completely different color just a bunch of different things and now There was just one day I was like, I can't do it anymore. I can't deal with it anymore. And my mom was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I need it all out. All of it. I need it out. Um, I don't know what. I went through so many, like, I didn't. I am the world's worst. If you looked up identity crisis, my face should be there. Because I don't know how many identity crises I've had. Um. And that's my style, like personal clothing, hair has reflected that, just a bunch of things. I don't know why, but I keep, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy where I'm at right now. Won't even lie to you. Um, but again, one day I was like, I can't do this anymore. So we painted my wall like really pale blue. Um, all of my furniture, all of my furniture is white. And we replaced it. The carpet is like pale 
color. I don't know. And then I went through another crisis recently where I was like, screw it. I can't do this. I didn't, I just felt like I was being suffocated in my room. So I am almost 20 and I switched my full size bed, full size bed. I am now in a day bed. (laughs) Saying it out loud is like pretty alarming, but, uh, yeah, day bed. A twin size day bed. Let me let me preference. Twin size. Um so crazy because I am in my dorm bed like half of this year and then now the other half I just switch to another twin size bed. It's crazy. But I love it. I have so much space now. I that's how my brain worked. And I realized stop fighting it just go with it. So now I'm like simple, plain Jane, very minimalistic. I am, I want very minimalistic stuff, um, in all parts of my life. So that's just a little backstory, I guess you could say. Um, not everybody's like that and that could go with the story or not. I don't know. I just thought you should know that. I thought that that should be a key point in today's lesson is that your life might not look simplistic now, and it might not ever, but you sure will go through identity crisis. <laughs> um, and for me, simplicity equals minimalistic. You don't need, okay, first of all, we're all told you don't need that. And you're like, well, I want it. And it's like, okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, there is nothing wrong with that. But I want to talk about it. On a deeper level, I guess, simplicity means minimalistic. You don't need all of those people in your lives. You know those people you're holding on to because you're just, you don't know what would happen if you let them go or cut them out of your life? Yeah. Um, Simplicity equals minimalistic. And sometimes that needs to be done in your spiritual life too, as if you're religious Sometimes you need to cut out certain things. It's harder than it, okay? I can sit here and tell you, but we all know that it's not that easy, okay? As much as people can lie to you or tell you their story about, like, it's really not that hard, blah, 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 blah. It can be very difficult depending on how how hard you've, like, let it kind of consume your life and how big of a portion of your life it is. That can mean, for me, I'm going to use myself. I'm going to call myself out here. Minimalistic means that used to, I think it really, it is a lot more prevalent when you grew up in a small town to be aware of gossip and to be aware of everybody's life. And I am the world's worst at being super, like, super, I'm not, I don't gossip a lot because I don't know a lot uh, since I've left my town and kind of just not went back there. I don't know what's going on half the time with people in that I went to high school with. I don't I don't know. And I I'm okay with keeping it like that for now, but like I don't. But when my mom when I come home for the summer, my mom and dad, they know a lot because they live and they work in this said town. So they hear the parents gossip about their children or the what's crazy to me is like parents talking about other kids in front of other adults like it's crazy anyway 
so they'll come back and they'll be like, oh, did you know? And I'm like, oh, you know, and then I'll catch myself and I'll be like, oh, that doesn't surprise me. Well, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, girl, that doesn't even need to be like, no, that does not need to be a part of your life. I will talk. I've said it before. I think on here, or maybe not. I really don't know, but I, I think I did. I could be completely wrong. But basically, I talked about how gossip is very toxic and it spills into other parts of your life. It does. Um, and you don't even realize it, but it does really quickly. And so, I realized that there was no reason, like, my life was already chaotic or my life was already, like... I don't need that. I don't need to do this. And you're like, well, I want to. Yeah. But is it something you need? Okay. Like, is it something that's going to, my dad has this thing and I don't know. I wish he was here to tell you guys, but it's like with this information that somebody tells you before you gossip before you tell somebody else before you keep the 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 information going is this and he is like three questions that he learned like he had read them somewhere or heard them somewhere and it was three questions to ask yourself I obviously can't remember all three but I know one of them was like is this going to benefit me like is this going to come back and help me and if you answer no, then there's no reason. And there was like two other questions that were great questions to ask yourself. But anyway, back to simplicity and minimalistic is even with your, if you're spiritual or not, uh, you can, there's just different areas of your life. Simplicity in relationships is a big thing. Um... I'll tell you one is I can I see it in a lot of times where people have been back to back to relationships. And when I say back to back, I mean like as soon as they end one, they're with somebody else. And it's like mm. Mm, no. And even that, that kind of spills into this they're talk and when they're with that person, they're already, they have backup plans. They're already seeing, they're already talking to another guy or they're already talking to another girl just in case the one that they're with right now doesn't end well because it's back to back of this situation. Like it's, it's very, it's very repetitive and that's not minimalistic and that's not simplicity. And if you're not grasping what I'm saying, that's completely understandable because it's not making sense sometimes in my head either, but how do I put it? When it comes to your friendships or relationships, you shouldn't be, your, your headspace shouldn't be thinking about the end, um, thinking about who are they talking to, who are they texting, what notifications are they getting? Like when it comes to friendships, relationships, of all kinds, there should be a simplicity to it. There should be some kind of that peace. And when you see somebody 
who I I can already picture a couple in my head. Um, I'm not gonna mention them, but uh, when you see it, it's like nothing else matters. They're not worried about anything else. Um, they're living their life. They're both enjoying each other's company, and they both are each other's like person. And I don't know how else to exp- I don't. But there are some people who, when they get in relationships, they're just, they're too focused on the quote-unquote relationship, quote-unquote the marriage, quote-unquote, like, again, remember meeting this person, like, and I'm going to tell you, if you are like, I want to go on this cleansing journey, I want a good relationship, I want a good guy, blah, blah, blah great if you meet a guy and he's got a lot of crap going on mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. no and when I say a lot of crap going on I mean like you can tell he he's very like all over the place And, mm-mm. so when people ask me, or you might be sitting here, and you might be just sitting here wondering, like, oh my gosh, I don't know what this girl's talking about. What do you mean? And it might sound boring, because for some time, like, for a big chunk of finding this simple life, the simplicity, it's boring. It, I won't even, I will not bullcrap you. It is boring sometimes because you see all these people living out these cool lives and going to cool places and partying or getting invited to cool events and living the single life. And you're like, yeah, but I like this person and I want to be in this relationship. That's okay. Like... For the longest part, I hated this, like, concept that I needed to settle down by the time I'm, like, 25. I don't like that. I still don't really like that, but I can, I'm more, like, if that brings you peace, perfect. I've mentioned before, if it's not bringing you some form of calm, serenity, like, if it's not bringing that, why is it in your life? Like, God talks a lot about that in the Bible, too. It's like, why are you involved in things that are not fulfill like fulfilling you? That that's his that's the biggest thing you'll read a lot about. Is is it really fulfilling you? And that is whether you're religious or not, is a big thing to remind yourself. Is this fulfilling me? Like do I still feel empty afterwards? Yeah. So he's just showing me like I was talking to that friend about like peace is uncomfortable because you want to fill the void. And usually when you want to fill the void and you don't like the uncomfortable silence or the simplicity, you try to fill it up with things that you really don't need to be filling it up with. Um, When life gets boring or when it gets uncomfortable and it's getting too quiet, that's where you tend to make bad decisions or rash decisions. Oh, good grief. Rash decisions. It's when you tend to cave into your desires and not the good desires um you tend to do it just because 
you want to do something. Um, I've, I've been tempted in a way of like, I'm bored. I just have this boring life, blah, blah, blah. I need to do something crazy. And then I'll want the desire to like go out and party. Yeah, I do. I do have that. Like I just, this next semester, I'm going to go to a good college party and I'm going to party it up and find it. Is that really what I want? And like, truthfully, when I sit down and I think about it, and in that uncomfortable sense, that's when you kind of discover the most. So you kind of push through that uncomfy, quiet time. And you realize, you're like, actually, this ain't even what I want to do. You know, like in a film, uh, the it's like the main character realizes, like, this isn't really me. You realize it's when they hit rock bottom and they're by themselves and it's quiet and they're uncomfortable. That's when they discover all of it. Bam. That's exactly this enjoying simplicity is what I'm saying in my life is I don't have an elaborate life. Um, I don't have these awesome clothes and I don't have these awesome opportunities. Well, yeah, I do. They just don't look as large as other people. Like it's just not as mainstream, I guess you could say, but like I have a, a, I like the simplicity of it. Because I'm not having to worry about 50 million other things that I shouldn't be worrying about in the beginning. And I guess the lesson I'm going to, because I was trying to think, we're about to start college. Some of us are starting, this is your freshman. If this, if you're going in to college and you're a freshman, I actually... I've talked about this. I have a a good advice podcast episode a while back because I genuinely, there's some advice that they'll give you, but I'm not saying mine's, I'm not going to sit here and be like, mine's the best advice, but genuinely, I kind of just tell you the big things that you really need to know. A lot of advice when it comes to college is, I'm so sorry because you can sit there and watch TikTok after TikTok of people talking about college advice, but college is a huge, huge live and learn. You're going to live and learn because that advice is different for each person. You're going to live and you're going to learn and it's going to suck and you're going to fall on your butt and you're going to feel stupid or you're going to be mad or you're going to be upset. You're going to feel bad about yourself. You're going to be ashamed of you. You're going to go through a bunch of emotions, but it's a live and learn situation. So I can sit here and give you a ton of advice, but if you don't take it or you experience something different and the advice doesn't help or it doesn't work for that situation, it's a huge live and learn. Okay? But I was thinking this enjoying simplicity, you're about to go into college, so you're thinking, okay, because media is a huge, like... It's a huge, I think media is a huge, big filter over real life. You know, when you're taking a picture and you choose the filter of the photo and it makes you look different or it makes the background blurry, blah, blah, blah. The same thing is media, I need you to, if if you don't take anything from this, there's one thing that I would love for you to remember 
and write it down if it helps. Media, social media, whatever kind of media outlet is a huge filter for what life really looks like. I am so sorry. And if you're like, well, duh, I know that. Do you really? Because I am so much more aware. Just in the past, like, couple of months, I have caught myself more often being like, wait a minute, this ain't even real. So, like, huge allegations are coming against celebrities or so-and-so divorced so-and-so. And I've mentioned this before, but it's like this thing of, like, those articles, that, those cheesy articles you see at the checkout line at a grocery store. Where they're like, blah, 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 so-and-so cheats on so-and-so. And And you're like, no. How do we know this is even true? Like, what? Take everything with a grain of salt when it comes to the media, too. And the same goes with it's a huge filter. Like, life does not look like that. And you'll see some good influencers. You'll see some good people in the world, celebrities, famous people that will tell you the truth. Like, it's not. You know, the craziest thing is when... You realize that a big shock, I guess, to me, I guess, you could call it a cultural shock. I don't know what you want to call it, but a big shock is when somebody that you grew up on, like a old actor that you grew up on, only to find out like two weeks ago, you just realized that they, they were struggling with cancer for like six years. It's because like the media is a huge filter. You're not going to see that. Same with, like, college. College media, the media around college life is the same way, okay? You're going to go on Pinterest, you're going to click college aesthetic, it's going to bring up 50 million pictures, and you're going to be like, this looks like the time of my life. And you'll have people, you'll have college, uh, you'll have administrations telling you, come to our college, you'll have the time of your life, blah, blah, blah. You might not. Most likely, it's going to be pretty freaking rough. Um, and it's because that media really just loves to show you a blurry version of it. So, you might be going into your college experience thinking that you're going to be just partying it up or doing all these cool things and you're going to constantly be going. And you might be. But you're going to realize real quickly that that's not as enjoyable, that's not as fulfilling As just living a simple life. Or not even living in simplicity. Enjoying simplicity. You don't have to stay in simplicity. I don't know how to, you know. Because when we say it, we just assume because simplicity, you know, we just think that it's a bad thing. It's, It's not. It's not a bad thing. Okay, and let's just go on to the lesson, I guess, that I want to tell college students is that it's okay. You know, like, you're going to want time to yourself of just plain. Um, When it comes to college, you're going to have a ton of professors telling you that you need to change your studying habits. And you might, but let me tell you. What works for you, works for you. So, kind of the same thing going into your college experience. There's going to be times where you're just going to have to sit down and take it slow. I know, I'll give you a little bit of like, 
experience that I've had is like when I went in, I thought, okay, I'm going to have to be like super good at note taking and making good like uh, note cards and I'm going to have to be studying so many hours a day and every day I'll, girl, no. I knew that wasn't going to work for me and I thought like with college came pulling all-nighters. I learned very quickly that all-nighters just don't work for me. Okay, they just don't. They work for some people, but they do not work for me. They don't. Like, absolutely not. And so with that, I was like, that's not working for me. I need simple things. I need like two hours a day that I'll devote to looking over this. And I still had to put everything into simpler terms because, you know. When it comes to also, when you go into college, you're going to have so many, you are, thankfully, going to have so many opportunities. And it's going to be cool. It's going to be, you're like, this is great. I can join so many clubs or I could be included in so many ways. That's good and all. But I need you to remember that you don't need to immerse yourself in too many things. Okay? You don't need a lot of things going on in your life. Because... It's just, you've made it to college. I hate to tell you this. You've made it to college. Woohoo, good for you. From here on up, I'm sorry. But unless you're going to an Ivy League, corporate America does not care. You, you just, it. they don't. Okay. And if you're trying to immerse yourself in so many things because you just don't want to miss the op, you just don't want to give up that opportunity, no. No. Okay? I realized real quickly that if you're in high school, I'm also going to talk to people in high school. I know that they're telling you 50 million things. From my own personal experience, I felt like I wasted way too much time on crap that didn't matter in, in high school. Um, some things did, but a lot of things didn't. I won't even lie to you. And with that being said, if you're in high school, please, I want you to work on your grades and I want you to take care of your grades and I want you to make memories in school. But when it comes to certain things, and when I say those certain things mean making sure that you're involved in all these groups and all of these things, they don't matter. Okay, colleges don't really care. Um, I'm so sorry to tell you that. I know that when it comes to, I lived in a small town, so I didn't really have to compete against a lot of people. Versus if you live in a big city, I completely get that y'all have to claw and punch and bite to get to even be noticed by colleges. And to you guys, I want to tell you one thing. You're going to make it into a college. If you work hard, you're going to make it into a college. It might not be the most elaborate college you've ever attended. And it might not be recognized on the map. But you went to college. You got the education. You got the degree. Okay, that's all that matters. Because even in corporate America, this might be a slap in the face for you guys. But corporate America don't give a crap at all 
okay? And for the most part, they're only going to care about where you went if it's a certain school and your parents got money and you're an alumni of an Ivy League and you got a name. That's about it. And that that's sad, but it's true. Um, and that's why I'm saying, like, there's a lot of times where I, I focused way too much on things in high school that I shouldn't have, so I got myself burnt out. Same goes for college. If you work too, I know, I know it's crazy, this concept of if you work too hard, yes, there's a thing about working too hard. You get so burnt out. Yeah. I'll tell you something. If you don't go to college, if you get so burnt out and trying to suck up to people in your, in your work, in your workplace, you start to get burnt out and you start not caring about certain things in your life, whether that's relationships, you start, um, you start noticing that, like, eh, I'm going to start, you know, dabbling in this and that. And you start kind of building really bad relationships with food or um, alcohol or different things like that. I'm not saying that, that there's a huge, like, if you do this, it's going to happen like that. No, not at all. But I'm just saying, when you start to get burnt out in certain aspects, you kind of start to, eh, things go south for other reasons in your life. Um, college is the same way. You can get burnout in college. And to not get burnout, I want to tell you it's okay to enjoy the simplicity. You don't need that. I used to like envy these people that they just seem to be having the time of their life. And then when you realize what their life entitled, like what, in what was involved in their life, there wasn't that much. Those were the people that were enjoying life because they just didn't have too much on their plate. So, I just, that is something that you need to remember. Also, I had, I still do have good relationships with some of my teachers, whether it was high school or college, and I built a really, like, I could walk on campus and I could probably talk to several people and know a lot of people and they would wave and say something to me and if you were to walk behind me and you'd be like oh so you must be popular not really I'm not I'm not in any clique I worked from the ground up I went to a college that I knew very few people there uh and so I actually went to a college in an area it was I, I go to a community college so a lot of people in the community obviously already knew each other because of their school system, uh, their county schools, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, I went, first of all, I went to a state that I did not go to school in, like, high school and stuff, so I went to a, a community college, and in this community college, obviously, you have people who live in a certain, like, if they live in nearby counties, they, it's easier to know each other, I don't, I don't know, how to explain it, but basically that was the thing, is like everybody kind of knew everybody, and I was like, oh, this is kind of weird, but I slowly built, like, friendships, um, differently, uh, but the only reason is because I didn't try so hard when it came, if they don't want to be your friend, they don't want to be their friend, like, simple as that, if they don't want to be your friend, they don't want to be your friend, okay, you're in, you're, you're out of high school. People don't have to be friends with you. Just because you see each other every day and, you know, 
there was a lot of people in high school that aren't friends with each other now. And it's because, like, they, they got out of it. College, if they don't want to be friends with you, if you don't want to be friends with them, you don't have to. Um, I'm also going to tell you, in college, there is no large college group. Like, there is no huge friend group. If there is, you better run because that's not going to end well. And you might be like, well, my friend group is the exception. It might be, but I'm just telling you, you better be careful. The larger the friend group, the more chaos. I'll tell you that. Simplicity. Bam. So if you're busy trying to fit in, you're going to just miss a lot of just building strong things, okay? Building strong friendships, relationships. You're It's just, you're too busy trying to be a busybody, I guess is the word. It's okay. College is a do-over. And that's why I'm telling the people that are going into college, it is a do-over. Honestly, the cool part about college in some weird way is each time you come back each year, it's like a new do-over. I don't know how, but it is because you're going to encounter new people. You're going to have new classes. You're going to, people are going to be leaving. People are going to be graduating, transferring, all kinds of stuff. So you're constantly getting like new, new cards are being dealt to you, which is really cool. So like I'm going into a new aspect of my life where I am able to meet new people and I'm going to be with these people for a long, like for a big chunk of time so yeah I know we've kind of got off foot and I feel like we've went down the college life train but bringing it back to what I've noticed is I over the summer I have seen simplicity and I'll give you a couple little funny things that I've picked up that I love and there's this thing where if you put your feet no shoes, put your bare feet, obviously on clean grass, but if you put your feet on grass and on the ground, there is something that is, it's really healthy for you to do that, because you, your, the, the soles of your feet absorb a lot of things, so it's crazy, like toxins come through the, uh, the sole of your feet a lot too, so the same goes for new like nutrients and in the soil like there's a huge thing like totally research it if you want but it's actually really good it's called grounding yourself I guess is what some people would say but I realized that that's so cool to do and it's crazy because as a kid we were told not to but close your eyes and let this like look up to the sun and let the sun hit your face I enjoy that so much. And I know that sounds kind of hippie, maybe. It might be. Um, but it's a, such a small thing that we, we overlook. Enjoying that simplicity is crazy. Because, like, once you do it, you're like, this is weird. And then, like, you sit there in that little bit of silence. And you're like, well, it's actually not that bad. Like, it's, it, uh, you know, I've talked about, it's the small things in life. It really is. But... It's the simplicity um, that, and it's crazy because, like, if you take a huge step back, if you were to look at it from, like, God's view, um, 
looking down, everything is so small. And that's crazy because all life is, especially from God's perspective, it's a bunch of little simplicities working together. Um, again, that might make sense to you and it might not. I completely get that it wouldn't make sense. And it might just make sense in my little pea-sized brain. I don't know. But I, I just want you to know that just because you're living a simple life or you don't have this elect doesn't mean that you have a boring life. Simplicity or being minimalistic doesn't mean that you are boring. Okay? Like, so when... When I mentioned earlier, it's okay that it might get lonely, boring, sad. That's that's when I'm trying to tell you to enjoy the simplicity. When I go on walks, used to, I didn't think nothing about where I lived. I still want to move, okay? I'd like to put that out there. I'd still like to move. Um love my family, love, you know, my family area. Anyway, I still kind of want to move, but I just kind of, I overlooked a lot of just beauty. Uh, I talk about it a lot too. Um, I'm a huge nature lover. I used to say, I'm a nature lover. And then I freaking hated nature and I never would actually, just because you stepped outside and sat on your front porch does not mean you like nature. You gotta like the good, bad, and ugly of nature for, furthermore. But you learn a lot from it. It's crazy how much you learn a lot from it. But going on the walks, I'm, I'm seeing that a lot more, that just little tiny details And to me, the small things hold more value. I have memories of college that some would be like, that was the most simple thing. Why are you holding on to that? It was so small. And with it being so small, it was so compact. And to me, it held the most in it. You might think that that is the most minute memory but you'd be surprised by, you You remember when we did, that was so fun. And then y'all both look back and you're like, that wasn't really that big of a deal. But we both remembered that memory. Isn't that insane? You could be like, we just crashed at so-and-so's place and we just had the time of our lives. And you remember when we were blah, 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 and then we jumped in the pool late at night? Yeah, I remember that. Is it crazy that that was just a small, simple memory? But it held so much. Your your life, their, your Instagram feed, whatever it is, can look crazy elaborate. And you can see somebody going on trip after trip after trip. But if they're not really enjoying the, the little memories or the little pockets, they're not going to hold any of that. They're going to be like, yeah, we went. We have pictures to prove it. But yeah. You ever been on a trip with whether it's family or friends and it was not fun because with it not being fun, you don't remember half of the stuff? Yeah. 
Yeah. You ever been on, like, a trip with school people and you don't have a lot of memories because it wasn't a good experience? Yeah. It's crazy how that works, right? (laughs) And you're going to be around a lot of people that have money, that have fame, that have a name, they were popular, and they might carry that popularity on into college. They might. I'm not saying that they, they might not. But you don't get it. I promise you. Simplicity. You can be, okay, first of all, let me, I say first of all every time, so it's not first of all. <laughs> Sorry. But you, you can be rich and have a simple life. <gasps> Crazy. You know, like, I have met people who are rich. And you wouldn't even know it because you're like, is there anything going on up there? You know what I mean? And I love going to the Gulf. I love the beach, okay? I... I've mentioned it before. I would that's where my my hope and dream and is to move somewhere down there. But you see all these huge houses like I'm talking mansions. And I'm like I need to know who lives there. I really would love to know who lives there. Simplicity is Simplicity holds value, but it's not the value you're thinking. Um, being minimalistic, they just assume that these people don't have... And it's cra- It's weird and crazy because a lot of rich people have very minimalistic houses. Like, you'll look in their house and there's, like, nothing there. Yeah, it, it's a full circle moment, in my opinion. So, when you think that... In order to achieve certain things, you need all of these things. That's not true. Okay? Um, For you to feel powerful, you don't need things. You don't need a lot of things. Okay? Um, No. I'll tell you right now. No. You don't need a lot of money to feel fulfillment. You don't. Okay? That's like that whole saying where people are like, You can be super rich and be sad. You can be poor and be sad. Fulfillment, um, um, the simplicity, this enjoy, like, just all, it doesn't matter of all the, no. To me, the more you have, the more things getting in the way of the, The power, the simplicity, the enjoyment, the fulfillment, the peace. When you have more things, you're blocking the path to get to that goal. That's just me. Um, that's just, it's just how I feel. I mean, you might ask yourself, how, how are they rich? Well, it's probably because they just didn't spend it on stupid stuff. And I know if I had money, obviously I'm going to spend it on some stuff that I don't really need. Going back to that need and want kind of concept. So, if there's anything you could take away from this, is like, I really want you to know that 
and this is more myself because I keep, I am the, I am my worst, like, critic enemy of thinking that I'm just not hitting all these goals that I need to be hitting and the social clock is just ticking by and I'm just completely unaware or I'm just going so slow and everything's a blur and I think that my life is boring and it might be to some people from from some people's angle it probably looks boring and that's okay for them to assume that be okay and if my life picks up and I start getting busy or I start having a quote unquote more cooler life I still want to live mentally and like spiritually sim- simple I want that simplicity I need to you know like that when people go back to their roots it's the same kind of way you know sometimes you get so wrapped up in social media and trending and followers and likes and comments you kind of tend to lose yourself in the mix you know when people say that so people will go off of social media for a while it's because they kind of like let those things cloud it they let those things block that path so when somebody's like oh well I just have a very simple life that's okay okay those those people are way ahead they're more ahead than you think and so going into college going into your fall semester whether you're a freshman or whatever if you're in high school I need you to realize that you're gonna encounter a bunch of chaos you're gonna encounter a lot of people who are going to be reaching for the same goals that you are but please enjoy the simplicity on the way because so what if they get to that goal before you so what if they accomplish that before you they might be miserable afterwards because they did not build anything along the way they didn't build a good structure along the way and I mean that's all I have for you I I just a really needed to hear it for myself because that I'm talking to myself 90% of the time when I say these things it's usually towards myself and I've just been thinking a lot about it like oh I've got a boring life no you don't maybe to some people but if it's not boring to you that's all that counts but I realized that like you could be anywhere on this earth and enjoying the simplicity can work anywhere you go. Okay? It might be hard to build your success in a small town. It might be hard to build your finances or build friendships or relationships or cool opportunities or entrepreneurial things. It might be hard where you're at, but you can enjoy simplicity where you're at. No matter where you are, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you can enjoy simplicity. In the in the midst of chaos, you can. And that's that's the cool part and that's why I think it's a good thing to consider doing because it will always be there. And in simplicity, if you don't know what to do, 
and you're like, well, I just, I don't know. I don't have any hobbies or anything. Personal plug here, but not even personal plug. Not even, no. I'm going to put a little plug in here. You should. I would really, I have a book that's really good for you to read. Um, it's the Bible. And I don't, again, I come on here and I never wanted the podcast to be religious, but I got to plug him sometimes where he deserves to be plugged, you know? And it's crazy because you learn a lot. You do. And so if you have spare time and you want that simplicity, please. It's it's a good investment. But again, that's all I have for you guys. I've rambled. I've talked your ear off. You might have already stopped 30 minutes in. Uh, but if you're here, thank you. Um, and I hope to be doing more of this back on track. Who knows? Life might get a hold of me, but I'm hoping that I can get a hold of my get a hold of life, you know? Turn tables. <laughs> but thank you for listening and I hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.